and then basically what's going to happen is, is that we are going to be putting into practice some things that we have been talking about over the last uh, five weeks. Again, version has all the verses uh, uh, in this. So we have been doing, again, as I stated last week, this process of taking you through equipped. And so, again, we looked at this idea of a disciple and what that looks like, and then we talked about God's Word. If you'll remember, we gave you a devotional that you could do along in that series. We talked about servant, and that's when Brett had the art of the, of the towel, and what does it mean to really serve? And then we talked about that, and then we've been doing this section on prayer. And so for five weeks, we've been looking at this concept of prayer, and we as a staff said, what would it look like to actually do something in our services that would underline this concept of prayer? And so I'm going to get just a few minutes with you, not very long, and I'm going to take you through, and as a part of my message, I am going to be explaining to you four stations that are actually created around this room and one out in the foyer. Your kids are going to come down, if you have kiddos, they're going to come down and you can do these stations as a family. And the concept that we're trying to have us look through is that we have been saying, what does it mean to really have prayer be at the center, the center of a discipled life? And so we've been looking at that. And again, myself and Tim and Lindsay have just been breaking these things down of what it looks like. Again, last week we looked at corporate and Lindsay before looked at our personal quiet time. And there's different ways in which we pray. And that's even going to be modeled um, as we do that today. You're going to find around the room these pieces of paper, which actually have adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. We'll tell you what will happen at each one of the stations, but I'm going to walk you through them as well. Because what we want you to do now, I want to say this to you. For some of you are going, wait, Jeff, you know, do I, do I get up? Do I, do you, maybe I don't want to get up. That's fine. Stay seated. There's going to be worship happening. You can, you, can, you can sing. You can sit. You can have your heart be quieted to the point like, no, I think I want to go to that station. There's something I need to have happen there at adoration or back at confession or supplication or thanksgiving. And as you move, you decide, no, this is what I want to do. And again, I'll explain what happens at each one of them. By the way, you'll find out that it's not an order. Not all of you have to go to adoration and then to the next one. No, just the one closest to you or the one that maybe God's calling you to. You're going to be, have to be patient maybe as someone is ahead of you. But in that process, just use that time of prayer. Again, this is not a normal service for us, but we think that it's important to put things into practice and to give you these models so that when you are home, you are doing these things that we've been talking about. So this first one, this idea of adoration, this idea that we should be adoring God. If we talked about from the very first message, we talked about Jesus talking about the Lord's Prayer. The first thing he says is, God, hallowed be your name. He models this idea that we raise up God's name. To show you that, I want to show you Nehemiah chapter 9, verses 5 through 6. Now, this grayed out area is all these great Jewish names that I really don't want to fumble through this morning. Just know these were all the leaders of the people of Israel. But this is what they said to the people. Stand up and bless the Lord your God from everlasting to everlasting. Blessed be your glorious name, which is exalted above all blessing and praise. You are the Lord, you alone. You have made heaven and heaven of heavens with all their hosts, the earth and all that is 
on it, the seas and all that is in them. You preserve all of them, and the host of heaven worships you. So these people, God, the people of Israel, and spoke, adored, lifted up this amazingly awesome God. That he created all things, and that in him he created the seas, and he holds them all together. And so the first thing that we do is we adore God. And we want to challenge you that in your prayer life, that there is a place of adoration. Folks, I've been there, and maybe you haven't too. You get into the prayer, and before you know it, you're already asking for what you're asking for. Have you stopped and adored this God who would not only create us, create this world for us, send his son for us, do other things, adore him for his majesty? So let me explain to you what's going to happen over here in adoration. You're going to find there's this, you'll see it, there's one that's already lit up. It's a little paper box. What you encourage you to do is you can grab one of those, unfold it, grab a pen, and write a word of adoration. Like, what do you adore God for? His greatness, His majesty, His holiness. Whatever it is that God prompts your heart, you just write that on one of the panels. And you'll see there's a basket of little candles, electric candles. You turn it on, you stick it in. Why do we have that? Because we want to illuminate the glory of God. We want to have His glory, His honor be illuminated, that people would see that we have a God that is to be adored. And so there's only about 100 of them there. And if all of them are then placed out and you'll see them, then they'll be there. But then if you get there and you're the 101st person, just spin it and write it on the next panel. And then between the two services, we're hoping that there will be a display of all these ways that we adore God, illuminated, hopefully not just in a paper box, but in us. That we would be people that would adore God and we would say, I have an amazingly awesome God that I follow. So that's your first thing you can go to. And you, again, you just take that out, write your word of adoration, set it down, put a candle inside of it. But let that be an example that we should be ones that out of us should be a radiance of the glory of God. For he is worth it. Next is Confession. This part of us that, by the way, again, too many times in my own prayer life, I have things I want from God. God, I want you to do this. I want you to do this. I want you to do this. And yet, throughout Scripture, there's this concept that if we're not willing to come before God and confess, confess, then God goes, how do I hear you when you're not coming before me and letting me wash you and cleanse you? So look at our Scripture. This is 1 John 1, 8, 9. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. One of the things we have to do is look at ourselves and go, no, I have sinned. I have missed the mark. I have not done what God has called me to do. But look at this next part. If we confess our sins, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It's in that confession and it's getting it out there. It's putting it there saying, this is it, God. And then God washes us. He washes us. It's the stuff that we don't want anyone to see. It's the stuff that's hidden in our hearts. And yet God goes, no, if you'll confess it, if you'll just get it out, I will cleanse you. I will cleanse you. So, back in this corner over here, you will find a cross. It's a place for you to go. And maybe before you go over there, maybe in your own seat or with someone that you care for, you confess that. 
you'll find two things over there. One is a water basin where you can just wash your hands. And just know that as you confess, God says, I cleanse. And I just wash that away. The other thing you're going to find there is a sticky note. Now, normally what we do with sticky notes is we write a sin and we stick it on the cross. Nope, that's not today. Today, that sticky note means this. I might need to go and ask for the forgiveness of someone. I need to maybe go and confess that sin to this person. I may need to take step one, step two, step three in my own life. And so what we want you to do with that is give yourself a reminder You've confessed that sin, but do you have someone you need to talk to? Is there something that you need to do? Is there a step that you need to take? Write that step down, put it in your pocket or put it in your purse. And this week, walk into that. Because a part of confession is this acknowledgement of, okay, I've confessed it, but what must I do about it? He's forgiven you. You've been, hands are washed. That's done. But you know sometimes there's just a step that you need to take. As example, there was someone who was coming to the altar and they said, no, leave your gift. Go make it right, then come back. So confession is back here waiting for you. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Do we believe that? And I want to say just a side note. Some of you are sitting with stuff and you believe, no, God can't forgive this. Yes, he can. And he promises he will. And the thing that you don't want to share with anyone, and by the way, we're not saying that you have to confess it to anyone in this room. But if you give it to him, he says he makes you white as snow. It's a beautiful picture. Thanksgiving. It's interesting. Um, I, I want to say that we had a section where we talked about the idea that we should always give thanks in all circumstances. That's rough sometimes. Some of you have gone through sickness or death or loss of a job or a child who's gone astray. You're like, God, how do I thank you for this? And yet there's something in thanking him that he is aware, that he knows that this is not being lost on him. God, thank you that you're with me. There's something about thanksgiving. Psalm 118, verses 28 and 29. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will extol you. When you have a blessing, I want to say, I I think I saw Laura and Andy come rolling in. They're over there. By the way, Alexandra is how many days old? four days old. She's right over there. Okay. They have a big thanks right now, right? So you give thanks to God. Thank you, God. Thank you for being a part of this. But sometimes giving thanks is God. Thank you for this struggle. Thank you for this adversity. Thank you that you're pushing back on me, that you're growing me and you're stretching me. You're pushing me. So back here in the, in the foyer, there's a whole section to make thank you cards. There's stamps and there's stickers and there's different things we can do. Laura has set up a beautiful way. By the way, your kids will love this part. A couple things you can do. You can write a thank you card to God. Just thank him and stamp it and write your name on it and glitterize it. Do whatever you got to do. Just thank him. Or 
you can write a thank you card to someone and saying, I'm thanking God for you. Because of the blessing that God has put that person into your life. Or maybe you need to write to someone and go, I am thanking God that he has not left you in this struggle. I'm thanking God that you're not alone. However God moves you, that station is available for you to give thanks. To give thanks. Because we have a God that loves us so much and we need to acknowledge him. Simple thank yous. Simple acknowledgement of him being in our lives. And yes, even thank you for the times in which we go, God, are you really there? Are you really there? I think it's a challenge that we feel like God is not there, that we just push back into him and we praise his name and we thank him. And the last is supplication. Supplication, that's where we are asking for those things. We're asking for something specific. Brett this week um, added something that is going to stay in this room. The rest of this is just for today. That is a permanent piece over there. That is a prayer wall. You're going to find over there a table, and they're going to find paper. And what you do is you write your prayer request. Now listen very carefully. Those prayer requests, you just roll them up in a tube, right? Just like you would, just roll them up, and they just slide right in, and they'll just stay there. Now, this is what we want you to do. This is your prayer request. We want to pray for you. You may not be willing to sign your name to it. That's fine. You can leave it anonymous. I'm praying for this. I'm praying for that. But if you sign your name, know that we want to pray for you by name. And this is going to be a constant that in our services going forward, that any time you can come during communion, you can walk over there and write a prayer request, stick it into that prayer wall, and throughout the week we will take those out and we will pray for those things again, anonymous, or if you sign your name to them. And so again, it's over there. You'll see that there's pencils and there's paper, and you just write your, this is my request time. God, I'm asking you to step in the situation. God, I'm asking for this to be in my life. And that's where that is for that. But notice before we get to the thing where we ask, we've adored, we've confessed, and we've thanked. So let's look at this idea of supplication. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne. This is Hebrews 4.16, sorry. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We should come to God with our supplications, with our requests. He's the one that answers. And again, the posture of prayer, the posture of prayer is this idea of not that God doesn't know what I'm asking for, not that he doesn't already know how he would deal with it. It is a way for me to come and connect with God going, God, I need this from you because you're the source. You're the way it's going to get answered. Not through my ability, not through my strength. You can use my ability. You can use my strength, but it'll be through your power and uh, we're asking that he would then step into those situations. So, what's going to happen? Like I said, in a few minutes, the kids are going to come down. And I'm going to ask the worship team to come up. And they're going to do worship. And again, we're asking that you do a couple things. You can, again, you can just worship. Um, you can move to any one of these. You can do one. You can do all four. You may find yourself getting into confession and never leave there. And you find yourself at Thanksgiving and never leave there. But we just wanted to give you a very tangible way that when you come as a disciple to pray, that you are adoring him, confessing, giving him thanks, and then coming to your request. I'm going to ask right now for the praise team to get into place. 
And I'm going to let you know our kids are lining up in the hallway. They're all just kind of lining up out there. In a minute, we're going to let them come in. So look for your kid. Don't ignore them. All right? Don't act like they're not yours because your husband's the one that dressed them today. And I got to grab mine because his, his mom. Yes, and then all these forms are, are on here. As I said before, you will find them at all the stations that will take you through their verses. By the way, take these with you. There's verses that will encourage you. All right? Um, when someone sees Zach, someone grab him and let him know that I'm here for him. All right? So um, I just want you to know that as your kids come in, they're coming in. You see your kids? Wave your hands. Find them. All right? Leah, will you hold Zach for me till I grab him? Thank you. And then what we do is we just move around this time. At the end, you'll notice we have communion, but the lids are on. Lindsay's going to come back and take us to a special time of communion. So with that, let me pray. Heavenly Father, would you receive the adoration, the confession, the thanksgiving, and the supplication of your children? In Jesus' name, amen.